Yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is Ilion, the host of this channel. And um, I had a dream last night that I really don't understand. Um, so I don't know if anybody interprets dreams out there. Um, but I, pr I prayed to ask for understanding. And um, I don't know. It was just like some details got hazy at, right after I woke up. And I was trying to do some research and try to figure out who this lady was. So basically, in the dream, um, I remember me and my sister were in the dream, and it was almost like we were at a meeting of some sorts. Um, and it felt like we were almost like part of like an executive meeting. Um, and then at one point, I remember we were even acting. Like, I don't want to say acting, but we were like performing either like music, a music song, or we were doing some type of performance. And I don't know if we were doing it to like show an example or really what it was, but it still felt like that we had like some type of managerial or supervisor type of role in this meeting but we weren't we weren't like the presenters or the hosts of the meeting so there was there was some other people that were hosting the event or whatever was going on the presentation and then at some point they like called us up out of the class to where we had to do like a song and a dance or something I don't know I can't really remember what it was exactly but you know we did that, sat down at our desks or whatever. And then I remember we were watching what seemed like a country artist perform. And it was a, a lady with blonde hair. And like I was intently like paying attention to like her lyrics and what she was singing. And it seemed like it was a well-known song. And in the dream, it almost seemed like I knew like I almost knew the lyrics or the song that she was singing. But when I woke up, I had no idea who it was. And I was trying to look for blonde country singers. And um, she, excuse me. You know that always happens when I do these episodes. Um, always yawning for some reason. Don't yawn all day until I do an episode. But, um. So the she seemed like she maybe could have been late twenties, early thirties, some somewhere around that range, maybe even early forties, I don't know. But she didn't seem really old older. She didn't seem like she was, you know, late fifties or sixties or nothing like that, you know. So, um yeah, so we watched her perform a couple of songs or whatever, and I, at one point I was even like on the stage, sitting down while she was performing, kind of like at the end of the stage, and um, I almost noticed like, even though she was like a seasoned professional, it almost it almost felt like she was a little bit nervous when I was sitting near her on stage. And I wasn't that close to her. I was just kind of like at the end of the stage, but not not all the way at the end. 
So I may be two, three feet away from her while she was performing. But I almost seen her like she was looking at me in her peripheral and her voice got a little shaky on certain words, which was kind of odd because you knew that she probably performed a song a hundred times, you know, like you knew that she was, you know, seasoned, like very experienced in singing these songs. And so when I noticed that, um, I didn't want to look at her because I was looking at her at first when she did her first song, I was sitting at the desks and then when she started doing the second song that's when I was on sitting on the stage um, you know like three feet away from her kind of towards the end of the stage but not all the way at the end and when I noticed that I looked away because I didn't want to like put pressure on her or make her feel intimidated in any, any way so I just kind of looked away but I was still listening and then after that I know that I went back and sat at a different table, not the one that I was sitting at. My sister was gone by this point. And um, the Migos walked in, but it was only two of the members because the other guy died. So it was, um, who was it? So Takeoff's the one that died. So it was Quavo and Offset. So I believe Takeoff's the one that passed away. So yeah, I noticed it was two of them and then that walked in and um, uh, Quavo had a backpack on and glasses and he his energy seemed like really low. And he almost it almost seemed like he kind of didn't want to be there but it felt like, it, it was almost like he felt like he had to be there. So then I was wondering like, I don't know if, cause I know they split up as a group and they formed another group. So Quavo formed a group with Takeoff and then, you know, Takeoff died. Whether it was a blood sacrifice, I'm, I don't know. I know there's, you know, videos out there alluding to that um, because of one of the music videos they did before he passed away. Ironically, the same thing with Young Dolph. Uh, you know, his video before he passed away, you know, was definitely had a, um, laden with occult symbolism. But, um, so yeah, when he came in, um, it just felt like obligatory. Like he had, like he was obligated to be there. And he kind of was either not, maybe not that he didn't really want to be there, but maybe he was just still sad about, um, his nephew passing away. Uh, I think his name was Kari Ball or something like that. He had a unique name. But um. anyway, so yeah, that was a dream. So when I woke up, I'm like, so what's the connection, you know? And I felt like, since I didn't know the country singer, um, so yeah, I just started searching like blonde-headed country singers and there was like 60 of them. I couldn't even. And I'm trying to hurry up and figure it out because I know the more that I'm awake, the more that the the details of the dream start to fade. So, um, and when I was in when I was in the dream, I remember something about the executive producer of that female country singer. He had a unique name. I almost wanted to say it was like Amari or something like that. 
I can't remember now, but I feel like it was like A-H-A or A-H-M-A-R-I or something. I can't remember the last name. But in the dream, I knew what it was exactly, you know. And um, so I couldn't remember that when I was doing the research. And um, um, so, uh, sorry. No, I say I'm a lot. It's a bad habit. But, uh, and I probably say that butt word a lot too. <laughs> but anyway, um, so then I was thinking like, it, see, it felt as if they was on the same record label. So then I did a search on the record label that Quavo is signed to, which is Atlantic. Then I was seeing like all of the demonic artists, which they're probably all, all Satanists, you know what I mean? Because I know they had Kevin Gates on there and he's definitely a Satanist and, you know, I, I actually posted a video of him on the uh, Free Age Music Group Instagram page, but um, Saints AVS did a video and that's the video that I that I shared on my Instagram account. So either or, you could go there to watch it. But he's talking to some lady, I think who's a Wiccan, and they're talking about, you know, familiar spirits and how they have angels at their command. Or Kevin Gates said he had like 10,000 angels at his command. And he was telling, that, telling the lady that she needs to tell the familiars what to do, not let them tell her what to do. And that's kind of like the deal with the magicians or whatever, like when they sell their soul, that these demons work for them while they're here. And obviously when they go to hell, they think that they'll be working for the demons, but actually they're just going to be in hell getting tortured by the demons or the fallen angels or whatever. But, oh, uh, I try to go through that Atlantic Records list of all the artists and it's just like a really just a bunch of nobodies and I clicked on a couple of videos and they they all got like very low views on YouTube like probably a couple thousand each maybe with like a hundred comments so you definitely could tell that whoever's got the millions and millions of views and stuff like that they're the artists like Cardi B and Gucci Man and uh, Ed Sharon and them type of artists, you know what I mean? And those are the ones that are probably doing, you know, rituals. Like, uh, they're probably more involved in Satanism than some of these new artists. But there's a lot of artists, just a lot of garbage, man. A lot of trash, you know, just a lot of trash on there. I really didn't even want to listen to them. I was just trying to see if I could find that singer because I know the song she was singing in my dream that they were, like, well-known songs, you know? And I know she was a country singer, blonde hair, kind of petite. And um, I just couldn't find her. I just couldn't find her. But I was trying to figure out what the meaning of the dream was because I know my sister, um, I don't want to say she denied Christ, but, you know, when I try to talk to her about Jesus, she doesn't want to hear it. And uh, I believe she's a Buddhist. I don't know if anything's changed since the death of her son, because my nephew passed away at the end of November. So maybe she's, you know, 
I'm, I'm praying that the Lord is like, you know, softening her heart and opening her spiritual eyesight a bit. But ultimately, it really does come down to the man of the household, which is her husband. Um, you know, because usually when the man of the house, the, the fathers, they're um, Christians, it's it's more likely that the, the rest of the family will follow that template, you know. But um, if not, then it's, um, I don't know. There's a percentage thing out there about that. <sighs> Sorry for yawning. <clears throat> but um, so, yeah, I don't know what the dream really signified or meant. Um, I don't I don't actually listen to like any secular music or anything like that. Of course, sometimes you happen to come across it, but I'm not. You know, like, I'm very keen on making sure that I don't have any idols except Jesus, you know, God. So, Yahuwah, Yahweh, I mean, and, um, Yahusha, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the Rock, of Gade Rock I don't know, Rock, Rock Kokadesh, or I don't know how they pronounce it. But, um, I'm still learning, you know, I, I'm really, I still identify as a baby Christian, even though I wrote six books you know, focus on Christianity, um, I'm definitely not, like, an expert in it at all, like, I'm just, I'm just one of those people that just is willing to go out on a limb and, you know, figure it out as I go, I just always been that way, because I just feel like if you don't make a move right away, then you're probably never going to make the move, because the conditions are never perfect in this life, you know, so you just got to hit the ground running, stay focused, and it'll come together, so that's just been, uh, the way that I attack life and, you know, I get that I'm, I'm a failure <laughs> most of the things that I do. But um, the more that I get closer to God, um, I realize that those things didn't work out for a reason, you know, because they would have led me down the wrong road. So, um, you know, I don't have to be like a millionaire and like have a lot of assets and real estate and it's just not a monetary thing, you know. Je you know, if we were to be like Jesus, people have to understand that Jesus uh, was not a materialistic person, you know, and he really survived off the kindness of others, you know. So that's kind of like where I'm at, you know. Um, really, um, it's it is it's exactly where I'm at, and uh, even though I'm not like panhandling and begging for money. I am always praying to God, you know, for financial um, security, you know, and it's, and it actually never really, it's just, I don't know, like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to steer people the wrong way or whatever, but um, I, I've never really been, I've never been financially blessed, so um, I, maybe I just don't think God wants that for me. Like, I barely make ends meet. Like, I barely survive. Like, literally. Like, it's like it's always down to, like, I barely had enough to pay the rent. Barely had enough to pay my car note. Barely had enough to... Didn't have enough to make repairs to my car. Still don't. And, and I'm still doing maintenance on my vehicle. Hold up. So, yeah. So, um... Alright, so, yeah. I'm gonna hop off here and stuff. Because I know I gotta... I don't want anything to come off as complaining because God doesn't like that. It's it's actually called clamor, C L A M O R. I don't know how to pronounce.
Project Clamor, Clamor. But, um, so yeah, I don't want to complain or whatever. And, um, um, so you're not supposed to complain. You're not supposed to, uh, ask for money. Uh, it's frustrating, you know. And it's like every day I'm just trying to, I'm walking on eggshells, trying to not upset God. Um, he seems, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't want to say the wrong things because I, I, I'm, petrified of the Lord, like I'm scared to death of him, and um, especially, you know, after my last hell experience, because I was putting like a grinder, it was like a saw, like I don't know if you see the movie Saw, but it was like, um, it was like a movie like that, like I was stuck in some type of contraption, and I couldn't get out of it, and it was like a conveyor belt was moving me forward, and it was like all these blender blades and saws. And man, when you talk about fear, like being petrified, yeah, and that was last year, you know what I mean? And so that's when I was like, man, you know, because I was still struggling with lust last year. Not that, really not, I did better last year than the year before. So um, I made sure I ended last year, like I went pretty much the first half of the year fine, backslid like right after the summer. And, um, cause it, it's, it's, I feel like it's more difficult, challenging to deal with that during the summertime. And, um, especially just, you know, working on around college campuses and, you know, just the way that women dress these days or don't really dress. So that was def difficult. And so I was successful the whole summer, which I was proud of myself for, you know what I mean? But, um ended up backsliding by talking to some girl, you know, and then uh, probably backslid hard for at least a couple of weeks, two weeks straight probably, and then cleaned it up for the rest of the year. So went like four, three, four months like that, the rest of the year, cool. And uh, been, been doing excellent this year for the most part. I, well, I don't want to say excellent, but I've been, I haven't backslid, so, and I've been attacked heavily, heavily, heavily for it. All, all this month has been horrible. Yesterday was my birthday, and it's probably, like, one of the worst days, um, because all the money that I paid to, for, to try to put maintenance on my car, something was still wrong with it, so I took it back to the mechanic, and he was like, oh, it was a defective part. And then he told me it was going to be free, so I sat there in the cold, because, you know, they don't got no heat. Sat in the cold for probably, like, five hours, frozen toes, you know, on my birthday. Not that I should feel entitled, like, my birthday should be a good day, um, because I actually think it's not good to celebrate your birthdays from, like, the research I've been doing. Um, because I think... I think I posted an episode on here, but it's like God is sad because we're away from him. So, like, every birthday just signifies, like, a separation, you know. Um, now, I think they count in heaven. They count your birthday the day that, you, that, that you're saved. And then that's, like, whatever day that you got saved is, is like, your spiritual birthday. I guess as long as you're being obedient, you know what I mean? And, you know, repenting and working out the kinks or whatever. But, um, yeah, so... Um, um, yeah, um, I don't know, I lost track, 
track of what I was saying. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I was at the repair shop, and then I thought I was going to be free, and then, you know, I believe the, the guy that runs the shop, he's Muslim. His son's really nice, but his dad was chewing him out. Like, you don't have the authority to tell him it's free, and I don't care if the part's defective. Uh, he needs to be charged. And I was just like, wow. And I was like, I was praying for his dad while I was in there. Um, I was actually kind of upset because I wouldn't have went through with anything. Like, I was just taking it back and paid, like, for the diagnostic. So I gave him the money just to diagnose it, you know. And then when he told me it was free, you know, I'm like, well, if it's free, yeah, might as well fix it, you know. Like, I'm, if I don't have to pay nothing. So then after they fixed it, then it's like, yeah, um, you're going to have to pay $150, $145 minus the 25 for the diagnostic. Hold on. Yeah, so, you know, that really upset me because I don't have I don't have the money, you know. I'm sure most people are like, you know, got $120? And that's what the guy is like, yeah, just come back with $120. They always want cash. And I was just so mad, you know? And so my friend, he's like my cousin, I always just call him my cousin. I was like, man, can you please pick me up? But he works third shift. So, you know, he, he needs his sleep, you know? And uh, he was like, he was gonna take me to the buffet, you know, to go get something to eat, which was really cool, for me, you know what I mean? But we always, we go out to eat all the time or whatever, but he just was, was gonna foot the bill which is good because I'm broke. And then, um, so, I, you know, I was told the mechanic, like, yeah, I'm just going to go get something to eat because I've been here all day, you know. I think I got there at, like, 10 a.m. and left at, like, 3.34 or something like that. So I was there for a while just freezing, you know. And his dad was like, what's this guy doing here? And it's just like being a Christian is constantly per being persecuted everything that can go wrong usually does you know and i know god allows it and we're just supposed to get bullied and take it on the chin you know what i mean and it's just frustrating you know what i mean it's just like man why does god just keep allowing this stuff like i just i hate the fact that we ever even had to deal with fallen angels and that they're allowed to do all this crap to get us because we you know we're born not knowing you know what i mean so we're we're at a loss already. We're handicapped coming into this thing. We're forced to be here. And then we got to deal with all this crap and then probably go to hell if we don't do everything the way that God wants us to guesstimate and figure out how to go about doing things the right way, right? Which is allegedly, like I even seen this thing today about baptism, like, oh, Satan tricked you into thinking you can get baptized in a bathtub at a church you need to be in a flowing river it has to be a flowing river and it's just like as much as I don't want to think that God is so particularly specific about all these things I I just don't want to take the chance you know what I mean so other people could be like oh man that's crazy to do this so all day today I'm just contacting churches like can you baptize me in a river when it, the weather gets warmer most churches don't want to do it. One, I found one pastor that said he would. You know, if I could find it, he even suggested a spot. And he's like, I'll meet you there and baptize you when the weather gets warmer. So I'm like, man, thank you. And then I asked him to pray for me for financial blessing because 
not all it was all this stuff going on this month, but I had to some dental stuff that I had to get done and I just don't have like the money for that. So I've been in pain all month because going to the dentist, I had to get like a rooting and scaling where they like scrape underneath your gums and didn't even have money to get the antibiotics afterwards. So I suffered for like a week or two until I could get the antibiotics, which was like $10, $15, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, the car is the first priority, so I'll just suffer in pain with bleeding, with a bleeding mouth every day and just try not to eat. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, God probably wants me to fast more. So I don't know. It's like always a guessing game trying to figure out what God wants. And it's just frustrating because, you know, God's like, you know, you obey me and I'll take care of everything else. But the whole thing is trying to figure out what he wants you to do, which is a full-time job, obviously. And then him not coming through on that end, right? And I know he probably don't want me hanging out with my friend that I call my cousin because he's not like super obedient, doesn't study the word like I do and really isn't in, in that part of his journey or walk with the Lord as I am. And um, even the thing I just posted, like I post a lot of stuff on my Instagram. But it was just talking about, which I got the same warning like a month ago, to stop messing with people, hanging out with people that are not militantly disciplined about their walk with the Lord. It's just like, let them go. It's a wrap for them. Forget about it. Focus on you or you're going to get left behind. And it's just like, man, it's tough, you know, because I did it before and you don't want, you know, you want to help people. You know what I mean? But some people just don't have a mental fortitude to help themselves. And they just, people are different. People are just different levels spiritually and mentally. And it, it just doesn't sink in for them, you know? And I get it because I was there too. My whole life I was like that. So I have a heart for people that aren't connecting the dots, you know? But it's to my own detriment, right? Like it's causing me more problems. But this is the, this guy is the only one that helped me out. You know, and then he seen what I was going through yesterday, and he's like, "Man, I'll I'll lend you the money. I'll give you the 120, and I'll pay for the the food." You know what I'm saying? I'm like, "Man, this dude really came through for me." And I don't want to say that God did it. You know what I mean? But money didn't magically appear in my pocket. You know, I I was thanking the Lord when I thought they was going to fix it for free. And then when they hit me with the bill, it was just like, man, what's going on? And I know well, it's probably a test. And God probably wants to see if I'm going to get mad at him and cuss him out. And I know not to do that, you know, so I didn't do it. Just tried to put it out of my mind, even though it irritated me to no end. I mean, I started cussing, using profanity. Like, I was upset because I have to come up with my rent, you know what I'm saying? So... And now I don't even want to vent like one here because then it could be like complaining and then I don't want no one to feel sorry and try to send me money. So don't send me no money. Please don't because I, I don't want to get in trouble because of that from God because he'll probably punish me for that too. So anyways, I try to go to work and then the car still making the same noise after they fix the same problem with the defective part. So that means I keep getting the part fixed but obviously there's another part that's causing this ball joint to go bad so what is it i don't know 
but this mechanic shop is obviously not identifying whatever the issue is. And sometimes it's just demonic, which in my case it probably is. And, you know, uh, I'm sure working with Muslims, people that deny Christ as Lord and Savior, probably doesn't help much. Um, but I just don't know of any Christian mechanics. I've been looking, been praying to God to help me find one, you know, and no luck. And um, aside from that, um, try to go to work. So every day this week, like the first day, I think I made like $40 on Monday. The next day it was like $25. Day after that, yesterday it was $25. So all week I've made like $150 at my job. Went early this morning to an interview and it was just mayhem because this company was hiring, they're hiring at 32 for like training and then 52 on the weekend. And I've been going on interviews and filling out applications all month, really for the past two months, ever since I lost my job in, in uh, November, when my nephew died, when I was trying to help my friend with the deliverance. So nobody could tell me that this is a demonic attack. And what, what is it, that, why is it happening? Because I'm trying to help people to not go to hell. So I know I'm being persecuted for his name's sake, and I'm not supposed to complain about it. But I'm not getting no help. But this girl, right, she had an issue with her vehicle. Overnight, $9,000 she, she, she made. $9,000 she made overnight. And it's just like, man, I don't know. I mean, I know God probably, I don't know what God's issue is with me. I don't know why I'm having such a, a, a hard time. You know what I mean? And I know she didn't even want to start a GoFundMe and try to raise, you know, try to get help. And I don't have, like, a successful YouTube channel to do that, you know what I mean? That's why I just put out my cash app. But anyways, whatever, you know. Um, thankfully, my stepmother, uh, which I don't know if I could call her that because my dad had kids with her and they split up, you know, not long after. And I have, she's not really in my life, so... I don't I haven't really had a relationship with her since I was like 15 16 years old she was the one that labeled the food in the refrigerator so I wouldn't eat or drink her food so we didn't have like a really great relationship but she wrote me a letter and I forgave her and she forgave me and we're cool now we just still don't really have a relationship but she sent me $25 yesterday and uh it helped, you know what I mean? So that made $50 that I made yesterday, but then I started to put like 40 in the gas tank. So anyways, whatever, you know, it is what it is. I don't even care no more. It's just like, you know, sometimes you just wish to just not exist because like going through the suffering is, is more torturous than just dying. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather just die. Like I'm ready to go. Like, honestly, like, I don't even want to participate in none of this. And it sucks because we're forced to exist, you know? So it's, it has really nothing to do with us at all. It's just the fact that God forces us to exist. We have to exist, even if we don't want to. 
and we better make all the, the correct choices in life because we're going to be judged for every thought, for every action. And I know most people think I'm crazy, but the people that are really on this walk, they get it. They understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like they understand it, it's the Bible. The Bible says to hate your life, to not love it. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. It says it's a narrow path. It says that you will be persecuted for his name's sake. You know, and it says that you better be on fire for the Lord because if you're lukewarm, he's going to spit you out of his mouth. So you're really put in a corner where you have to go through this crap. And you can't complain about it. Which, obviously, that's what I'm doing now, which means more punishment. So it's, I mean, who... You know, it's insanity. You know what I mean? It's just like, who wants to deal with it? And that doesn't even make the day even... What even made the day even worse was the day before I had an issue with a pickup from a Muslim guy who immediately came up to me and was like, I'll cancel your order. And I'm like, for what? Like, why don't you just walk up to somebody and talk about you're canceling their order? I have the power to cancel it. I'm like, okay. I have the power to cancel it too, but why, what is your reason for wanting to cancel it? Because he asked me, like, what's the name for the pickup? And I told him the name of the customer and my name. And then I had to repeat it again. And then his name's Muhammad. So I'm like, Muhammad, look, I'm trying to show him my phone to, to verify it. And he was just grumpy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, well, the only reason I can understand him attacking me is because I got Bible scripture all over my car. So every side of my car, there's a scripture from the Bible I got Jesus is Lord, and you know they hate that because they don't think Jesus is God, right? So, and there's even Christians that are like, yeah, Jesus is not God, you know, it's the Trinity, and it's just like, it gets to the point, like, man, I give up. Like, I don't even know anymore. Like, I'm just tired of it. Just tired of the deception. I'm just tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, I hate the fact that we don't know nothing, but we're going to get punished because we're stupid. But who made us stupid? God made us stupid, obviously. You know, we're not as intelligent as the angel, the fallen angels or the angels that obviously know everything that's going on because they're watching the movie that we're in. So, yeah, it's just frustrating. But, yeah, so, you know, after all that, like, I, you know, I was kind of frustrated even going out to eat. You know what I mean? Because I want to make sure not to celebrate my birthday and not offend the Lord, right? got to be on eggshells and then um you know make sure i pray for the food because i didn't have to pay for it my friend paid for it but then i go to work and then as soon as i show up i show up at the same location not thinking nothing about yesterday another muslim guy walks up to me he's like yeah what's the name i told him the name and he's like yeah we don't have the order i'm like but you didn't even go inside and check so how are you going to just say you don't have the order we don't have the order you need to go and I'm like, nah, man. So I contacted the chat because we get disciplined for canceling orders. So I contacted customer service through the chat, told them what was going on. They said, cancel it. And I'm like, well, I need to get paid. Oh, you'll get $2.50. I'm like, $2.50? That that's not covering nothing. Like, I just drove a half hour to get here. I had a, I had a job interview at a family dollar. The guy was like, I'm going to call you today. Only pays ten seventy five an hour. I can't even get a job at a regular spot. So, like, don't tell me I'm not getting persecuted because I'm being persecuted to 
to the utmost. I can't get work. I can't get nothing. And I've tried everywhere. Yes, I, McDonald's, Arby's, Wendy's, Rally's, <laughs> Subway, like whatever. I don't care at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like I just need to get paid more than $3 for three hours worth of work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's insanity. Like it's insanity at this point. Like I can't deal with this crap. Sorry for complaining, Lord. Obviously, everything's a problem. We just got to trust and have faith. It's all going to work out. Everything's going to be peachy. But it's just not. It just isn't. You know, like when you just look at the plain facts, it just isn't. You know what I mean? Like, I got like six or seven days to come up with like $1,800, basically. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm, I'm exhausted, man. Whatever. If you could pray for me, that'd be dope. Don't send me no money, please, because I'll probably get punished for it. And um, I ask God to forgive me for complaining. I even asked the pa that pastor to pray for me. Oh, yeah, so that guy, the dude that comes out and tells me, so I sent a chat, text message. They're like, well, just cancel the order. And I'm like, fine, I give up. I'm, I'm done because I already know it's a demonic attack. Cancel the order. They send me the same exact order immediately. I accept it because I'm already at that location, you know. And then the guy comes out with the dude Muhammad from yesterday. And as soon as the dude Muhammad comes out, he's like, you're always causing problems. And I snapped, man. I jumped out of my car, cussed him out, using all kinds of profanity, expletives, whatever. I couldn't handle it, man. I was broken. I was so tired. Because I woke up early to go to the mechanic. So I was exhausted the whole day anyway. I was falling asleep driving driving to um, the pickup. Falling asleep at the wheel. And I didn't even care. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to wake up. I wanted to die. I'm so exhausted. You know what I'm saying? Like, with life. I'm tired of it. Endure to the end. Endure to the end. Endure to the end. She's like, do you even care about us? Sometimes I wonder if he even cares. Like, why is he putting us through all this crap? And you don't have a choice. That's the problem. You don't have a choice. Because if you're lukewarm, what does he do? Spit you out of his mouth. There's no choice. I have to do this. I'm forced to do, to live in this way. I don't care about rewards or nothing. I, don't, I just want non-existence. I don't even care about heaven, bro. For real. I don't care. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. I'm done with this. This is like a nightmare for me. You know what I'm saying? And there's people being persecuted to different countries. All these people that they're hiring, they don't even speak English really. So you know they're straight from Palestine or wherever they come from. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, you know, saying that because my dad was an immigrant. You know what I mean? But it's just something about people that come here to this country and they hate Christians. Like we know it's about to be the great tribulation from all this crap that's going on. <laughs> so I was just thinking like man no wonder my like my wife when I when I was married like what was it, six seven years ago um you know you know when you have like someone in your life that's who you complain to I can't complain to the homie right because we all supposed to be tough and don't nobody want to hear that stuff you know what I mean so <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm like whoever's listening to this I'm sure they probably don't listen to much of it before they just, like, fast-forward it or, be like, get to the point or just, you know, go.
go to the next episode or whatever. But um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say a prayer before I get off of here. But um, anyways um, so yeah, I snapped on the Muhammad dude. You know what I mean? He was just so negative. Like you could just see the hate in his eyes. Like when you see the hate that that people have, and I know, like I felt like I heard God is like, he don't hate you. He hates. The Christ that's in you, you know, the Holy Spirit that's in you or whatever. But I knew immediately, like, I wasn't, I didn't act very Christian-like. And all day today, like, all the episodes, like, everything that I was listening to today, a lot of it I didn't post. It was just, like, for me or whatever. It was definitely, like, criticizing me for not being Christian-like. And it's just, like, man, it's incredibly difficult. It's incredibly difficult, you know, to um when you're in those high pressure moments because the devil is doing it all day long you know what i mean like he was attacking me all all day yesterday and it's like look dude i get this that satan hates me i get that the the, the dark side hate me but i hate me too i don't want to exist you know what i'm saying like trust me we got something in common i wish i never existed they wish i never existed you know what i mean like i'm only here because i can what can i do I'm stuck. You know what I mean? Like, I'm literally trapped, forced to be here, forced to exist. And everything's being wrote down. You know, what is what is this person's attitude when he's doing, you know, when he's doing God's will? Is he really doing it from a good place or is he doing it like he doesn't want to do it? You know, so I'm probably going to get accused for that, you know, at some point. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, what do we know about perfection? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we seriously know about it? If we were born here, you know, and we were forced to. I was listening to Tony Evans, and he was, like, giving this parable, you know, of we have to go on this journey. We don't, you know, we don't want to, but we have to do it. And we got the instruction book, and we have to. If we follow the instructions to a T, we'll make we'll make it out. We'll make we'll complete the journey successfully. You know what I mean? And it's like everybody has it. Some people are kind of following instructions. Some people are freestyling it. Some people are just trying to figure it out on their own without looking at the instructions. But then on top of that, it's like the instructions aren't very easy to understand, right? Not at this point. Maybe when Jesus first came here, you know. I'm sure there was like a clear blueprint, you know, there was more clarity to, to what you really had to do to be acceptable in the kingdom. But in the last days, the times that we're in now, it's just like everybody has their own interpretation. Everybody puts has their own opinion on it. And if they're a pastor of a church, it's almost like you go with them because you don't really understand the Bible. You don't really understand what's going on. So it's just like a big guessing game. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm speaking for myself. Like, maybe there's people out there that are just like, nah, nah. I mean, because I get people that tell me that all the time. Like, oh, you're you're misinterpreting scripture. You know, you're 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 too sensitive. You're you're not you're you know that, that's not the way it is. Our God is a loving God. Like, you know, you, you'll you'll never be thrown into hell. You know, just all you gotta do is believe, and you're gonna make it to heaven. And it's just like, well, I I did believe, and I went to hell a couple times, a few times. So what does that mean? You know? I, 
can't. I, at the time, I was a weed smoker Christian. I guess I can't be a weed smoker Christian. So I gave that up. You know, I was doing martial arts. Oh, I can't be fighting. Fallen angels taught men how to make wet weapons and the war and women to put on makeup and taught of sorcery and witchcrafts and the cutting of roots and rituals and all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So it's just like at this point, everything's a sin. And if, since we don't we don't know perfection except maybe when we're babies that don't even know how to walk or talk, that's probably the only time that we are exempt from going to hell until we reach the age of accountability, which I guess is different for every child, right? So, um, but yeah, so that happened yesterday with that dude or whatever, and he came out accusing me, like, why are you calling causing problems? I'm like, well, I never called, actually. I'm just, in, I chatted customer service because I didn't know what they want me to do. Because they sent me an order. You guys said you didn't have it. They told me to cancel it. You, they sent me the order again. So I'm just asking, you know, what they want me to do. But the way the dude came at me, I just snapped. Like I told you, I was falling asleep on the way there. I was so tired. Like when you're that tired, like it really doesn't take much to get you to have like a cranky or a grumpy response. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, you know, so that happened. Like I said, $25 yesterday, 150 for the week. It was just like, man, this is crazy. You know, I, I made $200 last, I don't know what it was, but one day I made like $200 that day because it was raining. And it still wasn't nothing because all the driving I had to do, I had to eat. I still really didn't make nothing. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And then like all the, the vehicle repairs, you know what I mean? So it's just like, man, I don't know what he wants, bro. I really do not know what he wants. Like, I think he wants me to be homeless. I think he wants me to be homeless or something. I don't know what he wants, man. It's just, it's too difficult to please him. And I know they said you can't please him without faith. And it's just like, well, obviously I have faith because what else do I have? You know what I mean? Like, don't got nothing else. So yeah, man, yesterday was a bus. And then today the mechanic called me. He was like, oh, it's going to be six to eight weeks before we'll find out if, if the, they're going to reimburse us for that auto part. Because he said if they got reimbursed, he would just kick me back a little bit of the money but not all of it. So now I'm like, well, look, man, just so you know, it's still making noise. So I don't know if you guys diagnosed it the right way. It's not as loud as before, but I know that noise is still there. I think it's something else. Like, ah, bring it in. We'll check it out. And I'm like, man, I don't even have the $25. I don't even got $25 to get you to diagnose it. Oh, I won't charge you. And I'm like, all right, man, I guess I'll bring it in tomorrow. But I'm going to tell him up front, like, dude, if you diagnose it, please, you know, I got to go. Like, I don't have the money to do any type of repairs. So, yeah, you can diagnose it. And, and I, I, I guess I'll have a new goal to try to save up money for, you know, I, who knows what it could be. Like I said, the demons, they do, they cause all these type of problems all the time. You know what I'm saying? And it's like even posting these episodes, you see these little ads. It's like, I'm not trying to look at it. Even when I try to post on social media, you're seeing half-naked women all the time. It's the devil. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I'm looking because I got a post. And it's just like, as soon as I see it, I try to block it. 
but I'm look I'm looking at it for that brief moment or whatever just to try to block it, unfollow, spam it, whatever it is. Now for these the episodes on this podcast, I gotta try to use different conversion sites and most of them there's no way to block those type of those ads, but they're usually the same girls. You know. So I don't know, it's just frustrating. Like trust me, like I I'm looking for the escape, you know what I'm saying? And there is none. It's supposed to be Jesus, right? But you just get hammered nonstop. It's just like nonstop attacks from the enemy, man. I just can't deal with it. It's just like, man, this is too much to deal with, you know? But anyway, so let me just say a prayer. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, you said when two or more are gathered in your name, that uh, you're present. Uh, What am I doing? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, Yahweh, Yahuwah, thy kingdom arrive, thy will will thrive on earth as it does in heaven. Please give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but please deliver us of all evil, for thine is the power, the glory, and the kingdom forever and ever. Lord, I just ask for your forgiveness, for complaining, for clamor, for whatever I've done to sin against you, for whatever reason I'm being punished, whatever reason you're allowing me to be attacked mercilessly, repeatedly, relentlessly, over and over, without any breaks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for whatever it is. Like, I don't know what you want from me. I'm sorry I exist. I'm sorry I'm such a disappointment to you. I'm sorry that I'm always making mistakes. I'm sorry that I can't do nothing the correct way. I'm sorry I'm a failure. I'm sorry for everything, for whatever it is. I just ask that you forgive me. And uh, just ask that you equip me with the full armor of God, starting with the heavenly garments, uh, the garments of vengeance, the belt of truth, the girl loins with, the sandals of peace, equipped with the readiness, the breastplate of righteousness, the heavenly oils of joy and gladness, the heavenly crowns, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, the cloak of zeal, sealed with the bond of perfectness as we put on charity. Um, and I just ask that you comfort us and remove our fear as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. give up, whatever, I don't know what you want, man, I'm tired, I don't know what you want no more, so yeah, I just ask, man, please just relieve me of my duty, relieve me of existing, you know, you don't have to send me to heaven, I just ask that I don't go to hell, just ask for non-existence, Lord, at this point, I know you have the power to do it, and I just pray. I don't exist. Amen.